0: This period has been a gift to reset your culture. Use it well. This is Walking Your Talk, a personal development podcast about leadership, authenticity, and courage. I'm Carolyn Taylor, and I've spent my life working with leaders in organizations on how to change their culture, but this is much more personal. If you want to be known as someone who walks your talk at work and beyond, then this podcast is for you. Hello. You're probably emerging now from at least the first phase of this extraordinary period we've all been through. Certainly if you're listening to this live I think we're all now starting to recover from the initial shock and the lockdown and the complete upheaval that our whole lives had. And we're starting to move into the new, I'll call it the long-term normal, where the rules are not going to be as black and white. And where importantly, I think we're going to have to set our own way of how we're going to do things. We're not going to have things being told to us in such clear terms by government. So companies now, and I talk to, in any one day, probably seven or eight different countries, so I'm certainly pretty tapped into the different phases that are happening around the world, and they are different, but I'm sensing all of them are moving in the same direction, which is that organizations are starting to look at who's in the office, who's at home, how are we going to do distancing, what are we going to do about masks, who is going to be allowed to come into the office, and when, and so on and so on. And so I think it's a good time now for you, with your team or your organization, or whoever's the most appropriate group for you to work with, to start to debrief with each other. You know, it was strange. I didn't write a blog or even talk about it on my podcast, what was happening with the coronavirus, because I felt so shocked. And it's taken me a long time to to make sense of it. And I feel like I've got a lot more still to do. I feel like it's going to take years possibly before we look back on this and go, okay, this is the meaning here. This is what I've learned. This is what I'm going to do. But I do think now that it's time for us to all start doing that with each other. And that, I think, is going to require us to actually assign time to ground that learning. Certainly my experience of Zoom, and many of the people I've been speaking to have saying the same thing, is that these calls that we're all on, Zoom calls, team calls, or whatever, have reduced us to more tasks. So we're tending to go from task to task to task to task. And what we're missing is that time that used to happen between the tasks, even if it was just... Walking from one meeting to another, or having a coffee together, or having a meal together, or talking when we had a break. So, without that time, I feel that it's all become a little bit one sided. And therefore, it's perhaps more difficult to deliberately assign time to the kinds of things I'm talking about in this podcast, to your behavior, to what you're learning, to your culture. And yet, if you don't do that, My concern is that it's actually not going to change, that this is our new abnormal, our new future. So we've got to be more disciplined to do that. So here's my suggestion. Get that group together, whoever that group is, and ask yourselves these questions. How have you been behaving differently during this period with the coronavirus? How have you been behaving differently at work, And how have you seen other people behave differently? Now, there's been lots written already about some of the findings, some of the things that people are noticing. But what I'm interested in, in particular, is why. Because obviously there's a set of external circumstances that have triggered it. But there's also, I think, a set of internal circumstances, a change of mindset. We're feeling different. We're seeing the world differently, both positively and negatively. Uh, You know, we might be feeling more fearful, but at the same time, we've now got a mindset which says, oh my goodness, I can get an awful lot done without leaving my house. So let me tell you a couple of examples that I've noticed people have talked to me a lot about, and you'll have your own, I'm sure. One of them is, is about empowerment. And what I think has been happening with empowerment is that people have both taken back control, That is to say they have empowered themselves, but also they have been left to take decisions more. And so leaders have either by necessity or by choice not been able to supervise, to check out, to be on other people's backs all the time. So people have been left to think through for themselves what they wanted to do and how they were going to do it. And the result has been empowerment and people feeling more empowered. So if that's been the case with you, either as a leader or as someone who's been more empowered, how did it feel? And what outcomes did it produce? And then let's have a look at one which perhaps is not so good. As I said before, the task orientation, one pace, one approach, no downtime together. And how did that feel? And what were the outcomes? Or people being frightened and willing to make important decisions and postponing them. And how has that felt? And what were the outcomes? So listen to everybody, hear from everybody in your team, and then discuss what do we want to do with this? How do we want it to be in the future? And what adjustments to our team or our organizational culture do we want to make? What perhaps have been the benefits of COVID for us? that COVID's helped us to display something maybe that we already had in our target, our desired culture. Maybe we said we wanted to be empowered, but now we're actually seeing it, or we wanted people to speak up more, now we're seeing it. Either way, what are those things that we really want to make sure we keep hold of? And then if you've read my book or heard me talk before, you'll know that I talk a lot about the fact that culture is the result of messages people receive. And they receive those messages from three sources, behaviors and symbols and systems. And so those three are actually the levers, the levers that you have to pull to align culture. So I imagine your organization has started to think about Co location and who's going to come into the office and who's not, and under what circumstances, uh, what will be done face to face, what will not be done face to face. So, some of those practical things I imagine would already be starting to happen. So, in the light of that, there's this other conversation I think you can be having, which is what are the behaviors and symbols and systems that we can adopt that will let us embed the pieces of this whole experience that we have really valued and which take us closer to the culture that we want to achieve the goals that we have. So on the behavior front, I would define just a few and agree that these are the ones that we as a team are going to make happen, whether we are co-located or not co-located. From the symbols point of view, I think it was all very rushed three months ago when we all suddenly found ourselves in this situation and we were, th- in a way, jumped straight into these this rhythm of having all these Zoom or Teams calls. We necessarily didn't give it a lot of thought, but now I think is the time to be more thoughtful. And the question would be, what are the rituals and the rhythms that you as a team intend to have? And what I mean by that, for example, is... In any meeting, do you need to have some new rituals which take into account the fact that people are not all face-to-face? Perhaps do you need to have a check-in where you do a quick round before the meeting starts and just hear how people are feeling? And then you need to think about what would be the meetings that we really need to have face-to-face? What are the topics we really think have to be done face-to-face? And then what do we feel about having mixed face-to-face and virtual? Or is it better to be all virtual? I think that's something we haven't really fully understood now. I remember in the past, I used to find it quite distracting to have a lot of people face-to-face and a few people virtual. I wonder now whether we've learned how to do that better and with more respect, or whether we'll conclude that it's better for everybody not to be virtual. And then another thought is what... Do you need to have in terms of special team building events to rebuild your team in this new way? Because if you are going to be doing more virtual work, the tendency will be to go task, 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 task. So, symbolically, redesigning, putting some symbols and some rituals in will be really important. So, that's behaviors and symbols. And then the last one are the systems. Longer term, these do take longer to put in place. But if you've changed your views, for example, on control or on empowerment, then how might that change the way that you set budgets or plans or define people's roles or your structures or the way you onboard people or recruit people or the locations that you will place people in? So those will be the more systemic things to start thinking about. I'm pretty sure we're all going to look back on 2020 and on COVID and the whole global experience we've been going through as a unique moment where we were able to reset a whole lot of the aspects of our lives. And definitely in my area of interest, and I know yours, which is culture. I think this rapid and sudden, complete and shared experience of changed working conditions has forced us into new patterns of behavior without even at the time thinking about it. This next phase now is going to be more deliberate and we have got these choices to make. So you can reset your culture by choice in the way that you lead and you participate in it. So have the conversations that I describe in this episode and think about the changes to behavior, symbols and systems that you need to embed if you want to really build the culture that you've had glimpses of. And if you want to find out more about how to do that, there's a series of episodes, numbers 134 to 138 of this podcast, which goes through that in more depth or read my book, Walking the Talk. So I'm glad you were able to listen and please join me next time. And if you want to find out more, contact me on LinkedIn. Thank you.